What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the I Love You Man podcast. And before we start, this episode is brought to you by Sirtis CrossFit, Ampersand Ice Cream, and Mad Duck Brewing. Winos, this one's for you. If wine is anything that just is on your mind more than once a month, this is for you. Enjoy. Um, our guest's name is Stephanie. She has her own wine company that she shares with somebody. That's it. I don't want to give it away. No spoilers. Go ahead. Enjoy. I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Gwibbles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. Welcome back, guys. So sorry for the little hiatus. I know that you were probably going crazy. Um, your car rides to work probably were not the same. And not I appreciate the loyalty. Um, I think we only lost like 10 followers in our little one-month break. Only 10. So it's okay. We'll get you guys back. <laughs> anyway, across from me is Preston. What up? And to our left is Stephanie of Speak Wines. Yes. Hello. <laughs> um, so we're going to dive into, you know, Speak Wines, the company, Stephanie, who she is, the history and the beginning of it all. But of course, we have to start with... The quesadilla question of the week, and it is brought to you by Quesadilla Grilla. Don't forget, if you just mention the podcast at any of their three locations, you'll get 10% off. Um, and probably one of the best quesadillas you'll ever have. So I'd the, say the. The best, right? Um, the question that we just thought of right before we press record was, um, what is the one holiday movie, if you were only allowed to watch one holiday movie, what would it be? And it's just because today is actually, what, November 29th? So we're, we're, we're on the brink of Christmas. It yeah. counts. So what is your go-to? What is the one that you must watch every year? My good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not Christmas unless you see this movie. Uh, yeah. Elf. Okay, <laughs> 100%. yes. 100%. I love that movie. It makes me laugh. I mean, who doesn't love Elf? It's true. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a sense of humor if you don't. I remember yeah. watching it in theaters, but like at the time not knowing, oh, yeah, this is going to be a classic. And it like instantly did that's what i was gonna say because i like to know that i was i remember vividly when an instant classic came out because all the other holiday movies like the one i'm gonna suggest is i remember as a kid watching they'd always come on like abc family the weird like they're not cartoons claymation claymation kind of stopping it off (laughs) where they're weird and they're not really that good but it's just like you can't help but watch it every christmas Mm -hmm. oh yeah those are the ones that i always had to see and so those are obviously really old so it's cool to know that Elf was like during our time. So then when people are watching yeah. it 20 years from now, you're like, that Will Ferrell. Dude, it's <laughs> good in a pair of tights. Um, it's like I came up with this question. I don't even know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many good ones, but I think my go-to is the first Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that as a Christmas movie. What? I don't know why. I completely you just about that. It? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Dude, I love, I don't know what it is, but. Yeah. And I saw like the funniest meme when it's like, you know, you're an adult when you watch Home Alone and you start wondering how much the McAllister's mortgage is because their <laughs> oh, house yeah, is like yeah. huge. Like, dude, how do they afford all this? And they're going on a trip to Paris. Like, what does he do? And they take like the whole plane up too. So that's just so many tickets you're thinking about. <laughs> but, and it's just like, I feel like when I was a kid, everybody wanted to be like uh, Macaulay Culkin. Like, he was so cool. Oh, yeah, then he grew up. Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah. It's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Other but, uh, the other thing I think about, too, is I feel like that could never realistically take place now because of all the smart home features that exist. Cell phones. Well, yeah, cell phones yeah. alone. But, I mean, I feel like they could just tell Alexa to book a plane ticket for him and then call an Uber, pick him up, take him to the airport, and yeah. then they would be fine like of that. Course. It doesn't yeah. work anymore. 
So I don't even right. know. If, yeah, they can't ever make another Home Alone. Yeah, otherwise we'll be all pissed off. Society will not have it. So was your favorite the claymation ones? Those were yours? I mean, I wouldn't say it's the favorite holiday movie, but I feel like it is not Christmas time unless I watched it. Yeah. That or the original Santa Claus. Oh, dude. Tim it was Holland. one of the ones where they shouldn't have continued to make them mm-hmm. because it's just not as good. I don't mind number three. I didn't like two, but... <laughs> I think that's funny how the good ones can skip like that. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. I agree. I'm trying to think of other ones, though. The claymation ones kind of freak me out. Yeah, no, they're a little... <laughs> they're I'll weird. be honest. They're weird, but I just feel like I have to at least see, like, uh, two minutes of them to really feel yeah. like I'm in the holiday season. But oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're definitely very weird. I think the live-action Grinch was really... Like, with Jim Carrey? Oh, oh I never yeah. saw that. What? No, never saw that I own that it. One. I will let you take it with you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll go buy a new copy, but, like, no one else could have done it but Jim Carrey. I think Mike Myers tried to do it too. Yeah, but but that's one of the things we just try and forget. Dang yeah. it! I feel like there's one I'm th- overlooking right now. Dude, there's so many. There's um, the holiday is great. The holiday that was <laughs> that was like a that's like the love. That's a girly one, I but I one. love. Now that, that you one. triggered that theme for me, oh, what is the name of it though? It's got so many famous people in love, it. Love actually. Yes, yes, you knew. <laughs> that's it. Yep. Yes, my no. Kelsey and I were watching that the other day, and I remember the first time I saw it, and. Uh, she was like, I can't believe you've never seen this. I was like, yeah, like, what's the big deal? Scene after scene, all these people start popping up. Like, he's in it? She's in it? Wait, wait, he? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just, I don't know, how do you get that many people in one movie? And so I was impressed. And Liam Neeson was in it, and he didn't have to kill anybody. So that's <laughs> like, that sticks with me. So, all right. So on to wine, which <laughs> yes. we are sipping on right now. I didn't tell you this. I'm not much of a wine guy, mm-hmm. but I actually like this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm drinking it without like, that Making a weird means, face. That just means you've never had good wine before. I really think so, but um, well, it is my favorite out of the varietals we have too. So, and this it, one is the. So, is it called Cheers or is it a two thousand? It's a red blend. Red blend. Yeah, the okay. varietal is a red blend, and the label is Cheers, which we have tons of. So, before we dive into that, because I want to get yeah. right into like where you can pick it up and stuff, I want to start at the beginning. How did all this come about? Like, oh, yeah, wine. That's a good idea. We should sell that. And if you've seen one of their bottles, um, to me, it makes it like drinking wine is like to me very like a scary thing because I don't do it a lot. And I'm like, oh, which one do I get? But it makes it very approachable. And like, I want to drink this. So I want to know the inspiration behind that, too. But how did it all start? So it all started back when I was in college. um, Which Which was where? Which was in Orange County. I went to Chapman University. Okay. And I had just started working for a PR agency called K Sutherland PR. And um, the owner of that company, her name is Carrie. She's my business partner in Speak Wines. And we were actually brainstorming over wine one night, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And we kind of came up with the idea of like, why doesn't someone put like, Pinterest worthy quotes on a bottle of wine that are super cute. Like girls love Pinterest. Oh, yeah. And like myself would always go to the store and buy wine based off of what it looks like. Yeah. And I think a lot of girls do that. Carrie does that. I mean, it was just kind of like, that. yeah, it's a little bit more about like what, what's the label look like? Yeah. Well, so, it's not wine. I think branding and, and anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, it would just be such a good idea and it doesn't exist. And so with our PR background, we also, you know, thought like this is also going to be a brand that the media would really like. And I feel like that's definitely what has brought us to where we are today. Um, 
So we luckily had some ties in the wine industry. My family has been in wine for the last couple of years. Okay. And they own a local winery called Fazia Estate Winery. So that's kind of like what brought us there, and we were able to do it because we were able to source wine easily. Yeah, where's that located? Somewhere that's off Highway 41. It's like a little Paso? bit past... Uh, like past Rovals? No, no, no. It's, oh, like here, it's here. It's here gotcha. locally. Yeah, it's past um, Valley Children's. Oh, it's On the way to Yosemite. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we were really lucky because we were like, we actually had a way to get into wine. and. Gotcha. um and yeah, the PR the PR side just like really is what brought us to where we are. We were able to take that and you know develop this awesome brand that a lot of media really appreciated. Yeah. And we've been featured in outlets like Vogue, The Today Show, LaurenConrad.com, like tons of different outlets. LC? And what you got, LC? We got LC. Oh she actually gosh. had our wine at her baby shower. We have a pump what? and dump bottle, and <laughs> that so is what sick. she served at the baby shower, which was really fun. And Carrie and I were like, "Oh my gosh, Lauren Conrad's drinking our wine." Well, I don't think she drank it because she was pregnant. Still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. But the you guys would be responsible for some issues after that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of what started it all. And like I said, we were really lucky to have ties in the wine industry. I grew up on a vineyard, and um, for the first part of my life, the vineyard produced raisins. So the grapes we had weren't grapes that you would use to make Mm. wine. Um, My parents tore those out in 2000 and planted Syrah, which is the main wine that they serve at their winery now. Um, so I have like some background, but very little and their winery is so different. It's boutique. It's traditional. Speak is really modern and bright and colorful and girly and just not the same. So we had a lot to learn from the very beginning, but the great thing is, is that we were introduced to an amazing winemaker in Argentina, actually. So Uh all of our wine is imported from Argentina because, as well as Fresno, we did have ties down in Argentina and a local winery down there. Um, so we were able to import amazing um, wines from there from a winemaker that's like really well known in the industry. Gotcha. Um, so now we have a Malbec, we have a Torontes, a rose, and a sparkling. And we started with the Malbec, which is like the traditional Argentinian red wine. If you've okay. ever been to Argentina, or it's on the list. It's a long list, but it's on yeah. the list. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it comes to those instances where you were able to get those phenomenal opportunities to be featured on shows or different outlets that are really mainstream, it sounds like from what you listed. Do you approach them? Does a situation like that where they approach you? How does something like that happen? No, we always approach them. We would love to be like at the point where we get approached. I mean, I guess we have been a couple of times, but the majority of like the big PR wins that we've gotten have definitely been things that we put into place. So that's just a matter of, you know, reaching out, making connections, pitching and I mean, the great thing about our wine is we have about 40 different labels at this point that all speak to different occasions. So we have ones that say things like, the future's exciting, you're pretty, dream big darling. And 
the reason we have so many is because they're applicable to all these different, you know, celebrations or reason to give someone a bottle of wine. And with the media, they're always looking for a tie. And if they're doing like a Valentine's Day gift guide, we have a bottle of wine that says, let's make out on it, which is is perfect for, you know, a boyfriend to maybe give a new girlfriend Uh or you're hot or you're pretty. I mean, those all kind of fit for that. Uh And I think that we're lucky because, you know, we always have something different to offer because of exactly. all of our different labels. I like the variety. Because, yeah, there's always going to be some new slogan. Mm-hmm. If you go in any kitchen, like my own, you're going to see the words gather somewhere. Yeah. Like on <laughs> a coffee kitchen, mug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when we first launched, it was kind of a different concept. I mean, we kind of wanted to do collections that we would release annually. So we did have a collection one, two, and three. And that was six different labels. And it was kind of like... We wanted to release new collections kind of similar to the fashion industry that would always be like new and on trend based on whatever was going on at the time. And so we had our first six when we released the Malbec and then it kind of grew from there and we just started releasing labels different times of the year and collaborating Mm -hmm. with different companies and influencers and just were like, no, there's a lot of really fun things we can do with this and just wanted to keep producing more so that our customers had more to choose from. The Pinterest perspective kind of reminded me because I uh, went on your Instagram. And one thing we always notice that we talk about almost every episode is the flow that exists on these established companies' Instagram. And yours is one of the most unique that I've ever seen. Whereas, and I got to ask you on how it, how you design it that way because I feel like you got to post like a certain amount of pictures every time to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but really the, annoying. The quotes <laughs> down the middle consistently yeah. along with, even if it was just the pictures and not the words, the pictures alone have a cool, cool vibe to it. But the quotes down the they middle They always have like it. the, they're a straight line either middle, center, depending on how yeah. Oh, okay. So it changes. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah they're it's always just, lined up though. They're okay. always lined up. Yeah. And I started that probably like, I don't know two or three years ago. Going strong. Because I wanted to look to you look want to stand nice, out. you know. Yeah. But the quotes are so popular. I what think was the that, Instagram name? Just so if anyone listening could follow. Speak Wines. Okay. At Speak cool. Wines, yeah. Cool. But um, yeah, the quotes are just like really fun. And they just, I think they're really popular. And that's like what our followers like. So we like to, you know, throw those in. And it makes sense with our brand, with yeah. all the different quotes. But these are like a little bit more funny, a little bit more raunchy. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> but, <necessary. laughs> but yeah, no, it's... Instagram has been fun and challenging and a big learning curve. For that specifically, do you have a certain amount of pictures you have to post every time to do that? Yeah, I mean, the the reason I say it's annoying is because if we're, you know, have a giveaway scheduled and the next picture is supposed to be a quote, I'm like, oh, shoot, no, I have to post this (laughs) quote now because the giveaway is like in two hours or, you know, (laughs) then it gets complicated. I try and stay organized and have my posting calendar, but. And it's like you guys have your social media on your bottles, which I like too. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. We definitely like always, from the very beginning, we were like all about Instagram. I mean, the bottles themselves are super fun and vibrant and it makes sense, but Instagram is the social media that we like, so we wanted to really grow that as much as we could. And at the beginning, you know, it was really fun when we could get get these big media hits. Like InStyle was one of our 
first mm. ones. And yeah. that was our Your Pretty Bottle. And they posted it on their Instagram. So it was so amazing that day to just like constantly hit refresh. And we're just getting like hundreds of new the followers. Feed, right? like, See, that's got to be you so know, cool. And it was like carrying around, just texting each other like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> After each update. <laughs> yeah, it was just really, really cool. And yeah, we've, I mean... I've learned a lot. I mean, PR, you know, the PR agency that Carrie started and I'm now also a partner in, that was traditional PR. Like we really focus on just um, getting earned media coverage for our clients. We do social media as well, but it was never like the main, main thing. So we learned a lot with Speak and how to grow Instagram and how influencers get a lot of free stuff, including wine. (laughs) That's true though. (laughs) But um, it's been a really, it's been fun. I love the account and I still, I still love doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's crazy because so you're doing PR for other companies, but then it's like, oh, why don't we just start our own company and do our own PR for it? Yeah. Which, which <laughs> I'm sure that in itself is like, okay, let's see how good we actually are. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it was, it was unique and it was interesting for the first couple of years. So when we, when we first launched speak in 2014, the first three years I was still, Carrie and I both were still doing PR full time. So we had anywhere from 20 to 30 clients at a time mm-hmm. and we were treating speak as a huge client. And that became, you know, a little bit much. And within the last year and a half, I have kind of branched off and decided to make Speak like my number one full-time priority, Um, which is great because the company's grown to the point where it needed that. But it was definitely a struggle at the beginning because it grew really quickly with the national exposure that we got. And I think that because of that, you know, I am where I am right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, With the, my thing with Pinterest is maybe it exists already, but people like to, they half joke about it, half take it serious. Someone's like, oh, I found it on Pinterest or that's Pinterest AF. But honestly, Pinterest is one of the coolest things in the world. Mm -hmm. And I envy (laughs) females because it's mainly directed and designed, you know, for your, for you guys to utilize it. And I always wish that there was a male one. And I mean, maybe there are aspects on it that I'm just not aware of that where, you know, you can get ideas. There are some, but it's just not as, there's not as much of an option of. And I just, it's such a cool concept. And, or there's another store that opened up down the street and it's a hundred percent just, it's a cool layout. It's designed, I forgot what it's called, but we don't need to shout them out right now, eventually. We'll get them on the show. Yeah. um, But there's a lot of things that exist, um, I think, in society that are heavily, um, can be perceived as a female design business. In regards to PR and designing your bottles, do you guys consider how people perceive your bottles in regards to gender or no? I'm always curious about stuff like that. I would say that 95% of our customer base is female. So you got to cater to that, obviously. Yeah, we definitely do. I mean, it's a girly brand, and um, I mean... If you see the labels, you know that yeah. we tend to stick with like the bright feminine colors. We want men to, <laughs> of course, order our wine too. And I think there are certain labels that cater more to them. We've done like a couple of things. We released some Father's Day labels recently. And like we have some that are a little bit more masculine, but we are very like girl power brand yeah. for sure. And the reason for that is because when we started the company, so Carrie and I, we, we had 
had no experience in wine. I mean, my parents definitely, you know, had the winery and tasting room, but that wasn't, that was like five years before Speak launched. And Speak is so different that like, there was very little knowledge I could take from them even um, for Speak because it just didn't make sense. Uh, So when we started... We just didn't know very much. And we were like, okay, we're going to go. We're going to pitch our brand to retailers and distributors. And we're going to, you know, for sure people are going to eat this up. And what we learned is that the wine industry is really male-dominated still. And like, yeah. I mean, there are are a lot of women in the wine industry, but a lot of the decision makers are men. So like the people who are actually going to be purchasing the wine, like – the wine buyer at the retail outlet or the distributor that you're talking to, Carrie and I just always came across men. And so when we would show them our brand, they did not get it out. I guess that makes sense because technically they're like farmers almost. Yeah. They're growing some form of crop. So it's like, I get that, but yeah, yeah, and it's just the wine industry is super traditional still. Yeah. I mean, it's very old school, and so when we started off, we just kind of were like really surprised by that. And the guys that we would, you know, pitch our brand to, were like, "I don't get it," and we're like, "Okay, <laughs> classic, well, do what's you Instagram? Yeah, <laughs> it's a classic like, singular male mindset." <laughs> Do you have a wife or a daughter? Because I guarantee you she'll get it. Go show her. And like a lot of times we did do that. Or like even if there was like someone there working that happened to be a female, we were like, show her. I guarantee you she'll get it. And they were always like, yeah, you're right. Like I did go show my wife and she did understand it. Um, The other problem we ran into is pricing. There, you know, there's just like a very structured price point for Malbecs or whatever varietal you're selling. And so they were like, no one's going to buy this $25 Malbec. Like, that's just not what they sell for. And we were like, no, but but people are. Girls are buying it online. And they're paying almost $18 in shipping. So they're paying like $40 a bottle for this. That's crazy. Because when you have the girls over, you want a bottle. Yeah. It looks like this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, girls are willing to pay more for something that's, like, a little bit different, cute, new, and, like, I don't know. Same thing goes with wine. And it's more than just a bottle. It really is, like, a gift. Yeah. And so what we were trying to do is convince them, hey, no, like, this isn't just a bottle of wine. It's a gift, too. Like, that's why we can price it at, you know, $25 a bottle. And we did not have luck at the beginning at all. I mean, we completely were like, okay, we got to rethink this whole thing. And we started to just, you know, think about what we could do. And at the beginning, we were like, there's no way people buy wine online. Like, that's just not a thing. Like, I don't think that's going to work. But we saw really quickly because of all the coverage that people were buying our wine online. And the funny thing about selling wine online is that you have to have a license in Mm -hmm. every individual state in order to be able to sell there, (laughs) including different reports that go along with it and a lot of money. And so we were like, we were only able to sell to California and New York our first year when we were featured in InStyle and LaurenConrad.com. Yeah. So, like, that was a huge bummer for us because we have people all around the country, you know, emailing us and they're like, why can't we buy your wine? Why can't we buy your wine? And we're and like, you're oh. like, oh, this is missing income. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we wish we could sell it to you. We do, but we can't. And so now we work with like a third party called Vino Shipper and they basically have those licenses and gotcha. now we're able to sell to over 40 states. 
which is like a really big deal for us. And that's what really like grew our business. And we just kind of shifted into this e-commerce wine business that we had Mm -hmm. never, you know, thought we would be. But that's what happened because people were willing to buy the wine, even though it was so expensive. It's just expensive to ship alcohol. And, you know, it's like anywhere from 18 to $20 a bottle to ship, depending on where you are. So people are willing to pay a lot of money. And um, I think that like helped us build a case for Speak. And now going into four and a half years, we have finally convinced um, World Market to pick up our very first Ooh. bottle. <laughs> wow. And that That's was, so cool. you know, it was kind of like going back to the retailer and we're like, hey, like, look at what we've been able to grow online. Like, people yeah. are into this, you know, take a chance on us. So. I mean, the bottle, I mean, the wrapping itself is almost like it's a present. Like yeah. you said, it's it's presentable for a reason. And it's the type of bottle I think you save. You don't toss it after. With every other wine yeah. bottle, I think you're just like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Um, but this one, you put it on. Um, you can put this on a shelf, but it could be a decoration because we of, we see so many people use them as vases for flowers. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's just wild. That's so cool to be in World Market. Like, yeah, that's actually a really funny story in itself. I mean, World Market was always Carrie and I's dream. We were just kind of like, this is like the perfect fit. You know, they yeah. have like gifty items from all around the world. Our wine is from Argentina, and like. It is a gift. And we just always thought, like, this is the place. And so when we first started, we were like, how can we find the wine buyer? I mean, knowing nothing, having no contacts, we're like, how can we find the wine buyer? And after doing some LinkedIn stalking, we found... There you go. Another social media set. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We found the guy's name. And then from there, we just tried a variety of different email addresses. So just like Bob dot last name at world market, (laughs) Bob at world market. And like, just, you know, whatever we could think of and got a whole bunch of bounce backs, but one went through and we were like, okay, so that must be it. Continue to follow up, follow it up. Then at one point we went to world market and took a picture and we posted it to our social media account and we were like, hey, guys, like, you know, it would be a dream come true to be in World Market. Like, comment below if you want to see our wine in World Market stores near you. And, like, it was, like, hundreds of comments. And this is at the beginning when we didn't have that many followers. Yeah. And we printed them all out, just, like, 20 pages of comments. That's and awesome. we ended up mailing it to him. And every time we would get, like, another PR win and have, you know, a a magazine we'd write him a note and we'd mail it to him we're like look at like we're featured again like don't you want to talk to us and eventually we heard from him and he was like okay guys like (laughs) let me know what's going on here like tell me about your brand i just don't understand it like and again we use the whole like talk to your wife talk to your daughter and he did and he was like okay yeah maybe and it's just been kind of like a long road, but we finally have, you know, convinced them to take a chance. And I, I'm just really, really excited about it. So yeah. they are, they have us in all of their California and Nevada stores right now. 
which is really exciting. That's so cool. <laughs> what was that like the first time you walked into the store and saw it on the shelf? I have it on video. <laughs> I have me thing. buying the bottle. Uh, it's super cheesy. The oh, lady was man. like, "Why are you filming me?" Yeah, exactly. I could <laughs> but, see. Um, um, I don't. I didn't give you permission. Yeah. I could see one of those viral ones going. And I was that crazy person, like calling like every other day, like, "Hi, do you guys have sweet wines <laughs> in your store?" Until they finally were like, "Actually, we do have that." Um, and then I was there buying it, but it's a great feeling. Like, it's just really awesome to be, and it's great for our customers. Like it like breaks my heart that like shipping is so expensive. I'm like, I wish that, you know, it wasn't that way. And we, we could send these bottles to you for a better price. Yeah, It's just like the way it is with UPS and FedEx and, you know, now that people can go into stores and actually pick up our bottle and they're also fourteen ninety nine versus the twenty five dollars. So that's like a great plus for them. It's a great gift and yeah. it's great to finally be able to say, like, hey you guys, you can go pick this up. Cause we get that question all the time. Yeah. And the other day I was on your guys' website just like sort of checking it out. And you guys have like multiple designers, right? Or like Yeah. People that come up with these like so yeah, going back to the whole, you know, this is a male dominated industry. We're like, okay, we're going yeah, all in all girl women, power yeah. here. And we were like, let's just really try and like bring as many women into this brand as we can. And so we started to collaborate with tons of different designers or like female entrepreneurs and they were the ones who would design our label. So we came out with a whole designer collection one year. So six different labels, all by female artists. And yeah. they were, you know, all over the country. And then we've collaborated with, like, different companies, like Thimble Press. Um, she's she's really amazing. She does, like, stationery. Mm. And so she's an artist, too. She created a couple of labels for us. And yeah, we feature them all on our website and we just we try to work with as many women as we can. And I think that goes back to the bottles are super feminine because of that. Yeah. But um but yeah, it's been really fun and we've we've um also collaborated with some um really amazing moms like mommy bloggers. We did a whole like mom collection it's for a Mother's whole Day. Industry in itself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it really holy is. Holy smokes. And so we got to work with like some super cool moms like Allie Webb from Dry Bar. She did a label. So they have like a drink up buttercup label that um that like was a huge hit for us, you know. I mean Dry Bar is a really big brand and um, it's just been fun. Like I've got gotten to meet a lot of really cool people through uh, Speak. I like how you guys going into it. You right off the bat understood and saw that there was a it's a male dominated industry. And mm-hmm. I think anyone else who was going to be traditional would have been like, okay, well, I guess the way that we got to get in is by hiring a male mm-hmm. who will be our communicator. Mm-hmm. And you guys are like, no, we don't need that. <laughs> like we're just yeah. going to be persistent and we're going to change the norm. And you did that. And you didn't stop there. You decided if, as we continue to grow our company, we're going to keep it with this. We're going to mm-hmm. make sure that we stay loyal to what our game plan was. And you're consistently growing in the female aspect of it. Yeah. And I think one, that's important to continue to be the unique company with your approach but two i mean in society it's not a secret the issue that's out there right now in regards to the lack of female ceos and so one i think that just places such an even higher value on what you guys are doing because i think that's so cool that you guys didn't conform Mm -hmm. i think that's that's really said something (laughs) because you could have easily easily gone out and talked to somebody and a male who's already in the industry and say hey can you be our communicator our face so we can get into these places And you're like no we can 
we can be persistent. Yeah. And the approach to Will Market itself like says it all right there. Your guys' work <laughs> ethic. So I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, with sailing online, have you guys ever considered, because I mean, this is all same for me. I'm big on um, visually how it looks, which you guys have already tackled. Two, we're with Postmates and Grubhub and all these, you know, bring it to me, subscription services and delivery. Have you guys ever considered a subscription uh, base system in regards to your online ordering? Well, we do have a club. So okay. we have a wine club that okay. you can subscribe to, um, and you will receive two bottles every month. And it's Ooh. $30 for that. So it's a really big discount. And that That's was kind of our that yeah. was our way of trying to help with um, the high shipping costs and, you know, making it more affordable for people to be able to receive like two new bottles. There's always a reason we, yeah. we try and like coordinate them. You know, of course during February we send out our Valentine's day themed ones mm-hmm. and like that would make sense. And it's kind of nice to have a bottle that you can grab if you're running out the door to go to a party or whatever. But yeah, so we, we do have a club. We also, um, we, we now for the first time ever are allowing customers to fully customize the labels themselves Ooh. So that's been like a really big thing for us because we get a lot of companies that reach out to us and work with us for the holidays, especially like for client and employee gifts and then or like sponsored events. We've worked with companies like Too Faced, which is like a really big cosmetics brand, which you guys might not know. I've never heard of it. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm on a subscription (laughs) with them right now currently. (laughs) Yeah, no, they they are big. And so like we've gotten to work with people, you know, that just have these like major your brands and they're putting their you know own spin on our labels and using it for like an event or we did a collaboration with good housekeeping magazine Mm. which um they do like an award every year for their awesome women awards issue and so we have a label that says you are awesome with all of the winners names like around the label and they featured us in the magazine and like we sent a bottle to everyone who won and just like get to do these really cool fun collaborations because we're able to customize our labels now too so that's been that's been a lot of fun something i've always wondered and it seems like the more you're in this the more you learn about how the wine industry works is there a true difference in between the quality of the wine um, when talking about how it's sealed, whether it's the twist off or the cork? No. Okay. No. <laughs> so one is just to be difficult and one's to not? You know what? I think the the screw cap is becoming like way more popular now. At, yeah. at the beginning, it really was looked at like, oh, what a cheap bottle of wine. It's a screw cap. Yeah, it, that's what I wonder. But yeah. it's not, it has nothing to do with the quality of <laughs> okay. the wine. Right. It's just like, I think, and I love like, I love, you know, a regular cork and like the pop of the bottle yeah, and all exactly. that too. It's but the screw cap is really convenient. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> is, you know, though, yeah. don't happen to have a wine bottle opener it comes in really handy but no as far as like the quality you know it, it it doesn't have anything to do with it so so you guys um i don't think we've said this yet but speakwines.com right yes speakwines.com okay. cool and then you can find them in a world market mm-hmm. um do you have any next steps planned or like any like you got your eye on the prize and someone else <laughs> Well, World Market, I think this is kind of a test run for gotcha. them. So, yeah, yeah we how are. How long have you been in there now? 
since October at the okay, very so end of October. Recent, yeah. yeah, so and it's going to run through January. So when we started with World Market Two, we we really didn't want like one bottle that sat on store shelves year round because mm-hmm. we just don't feel like that's what our brand is, yeah. and we want to work with them. We want to make sure that it sells well too. So. Our idea is to just target different holidays. So this this Cheers label, you can tell it's really like festive and holiday, you mm-hmm. know, inspired. But um, so yeah, we we just really wanted to make sure that whatever was in stores was going to correlate with whatever holiday was going on at the time. So the goal is to hopefully you know target other holidays like Mother's Day and expand from California, Nevada, and get into more stores and hopefully. You know, nationally one day. <laughs> the world market thing is still just so cool to me because I always view that store as like, I get a similar feeling when I go in there, like when I go to Target, where I came in either for nothing or <laughs> yeah. maybe one thing. And, you know, it's the classic, you leave yeah. the 20 items and you just redecorate your whole home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel at world market, but it's easier to walk out with something, mm-hmm. but it yeah. hurts more because it's the only reason you don't walk out with stuff is because of the price of all the stuff. But you want to redecorate your whole home after yeah. you walk in that store. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like it's really cool to have your guys' wine there because maybe you saw a table you really liked or a nightstand you're like oh i can't pay that right now but you glance through the wine aisle you're like oh i can drop 30 bucks real quick yeah Yeah. and then i can be sad over not purchasing this and i'm gonna drink my wine (laughs) yeah and then they're gonna associate it with that and then that'll be their go-to whenever you know they talk themselves out of another purchase (laughs) i don't know i just i like that world market is a really really cool place for you guys to start yeah yeah we love it and of course just like expanding online and adding more varietals would be amazing i mean we have the four right now and we kind of introduced the white after the Malbec because our customers wanted it and then rosé for summer and the sparkling is just, you know, something great to have for celebrations. So, but yeah, introducing more, even maybe, you know, venturing out of Argentina and yeah. maybe some local, local Do you have stuff. a favorite? Um, out of the different varietals, I think. Yeah. I actually love the new red blend. <laughs> I really, really love it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the one you can get at World Market, just so you know. But I really, really love it. I love the Malbec too. Carrie and I just both happen to be like big red wine drinkers. So when yeah. we launched with the Malbec, we were like perfect. Um, so, but they're all great. And that's something that we always forget to touch on, probably because we have PR backgrounds and yeah. not wine backgrounds. But our winemaker is so awesome. His name is Karim Musi, and he is very well known in the industry. He has created some amazing, amazing wine. So, we're really lucky to be able to work with someone that produces really good quality wine. Because at the beginning, Carrie and I were kind of like, well, do our customers care? You know, like, is that really like why they're buying it or are they buying it for the label? But now I think it's just been so, you know, beneficial to us because people come back and they're like, that was actually, you know, a really good bottle of wine versus just some kind of random, like super sweet, weird red. (laughs) (laughs) You don't really know what's in it. Um, So we've, we've, we've been really like fortunate to be able to work with someone yeah. So awesome. When you guys were on the Lauren Conrad show, I want to go back to that real quick. Yeah. Did you ever get to, so did she, was it just like a, she blogged about it or was it just all like social media, like stories? 
So she has been so awesome. I love her. (laughs) Carrie and I were like huge fans before all this. So when she started, you know, promoting, we were like, oh my gosh, like super (laughs) fangirl. But um, no, she she featured us um, in her like hostess gift guide our first year. And that was the year pretty bottle too. That's just been like our shining star. Mm -hmm. Because who doesn't want a bottle that says you're pretty? Yeah. But yeah, and then since then, just like, yeah, through social media, like I said, we, you know, were the wine she served at her baby shower and, um, and then she, she's posted a couple times on like her personal and business account. So it's been crazy. Yeah. It's been really, you need to get the rest of the, like the, uh. Laguna Beach cast involved, like hey, they, they don't have the power she does. Yeah, they really don't. <laughs> she's the best. They really don't. She's she's the smartest one. So like her, and then Kristen's does stuff, right? She's actually she's she's Married doing to Jay things. Cutler. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Dude. Wow. Okay. It's a weird yeah one. yeah. Weird. She did, and she they have a new well, have show, show now. Yeah. So like, which is funny though. They they're big too. <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> I didn't realize your knowledge on this. I'm impressed. Dude, I used to watch that in high school, middle school. <laughs> And then, like, when I found out it was, like, all, like, half fake or whatever, I was like, a little disappointed. Broke but. your heart for a little bit. I know. I love how they ended that whole show. Yeah, I don't like, know if you guys watched zooms that. out, and it's, like, yeah, and yeah. camera holding microphones, <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> have you not seen it? No, Joke's well, on you. Not. So it's, yeah, like, the it's last cool. episode of The Hills, right? Or was yeah, it, yeah. yeah, or, well, yeah, whatever, The Hills. The, the last hills. one that Elsie uh, did is, like, it's, like, all right, cut, and you see the thing, and it zooms out, and it's, like, wait. What, and like you didn't know if it was all just fake. Like and it was like a huge set, basically. Oh, basically and yeah, like everyone was like staged it was their way of saying, like, yep, this was fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like not saying it. Yeah. I it was kind of funny. I thought it was really good. No, I I like stuff like that. Um was there ever a point, this is kind of like my last curiosity question, where you because obviously you dove into this not with all the knowledge that you wish you would have had going into an industry like this. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a point where you questioned what you're doing? Like, wow, do I really, like, ah, like, what did I get myself into? Every single day. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, honestly, it's a roller coaster. My husband has heard so many ups and downs yeah. from me. He is the best and he's always there to listen, but he would be the first to tell you, like, you know, I constantly question myself. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? But we've, we've been able to do so many amazing things. And like, it has just been Carrie and I. So that's another thing that I should point out. Like, I do all of the packaging. Mm. I hand label all of the bottles. That's so cool. Wow. I mean, I do all of the coordination from like importing the wine from Argentina and, you know, picking out the the bottle and whatever. Every aspect right now is like and I have two lovely interns right now that are helping me a lot, but yeah. it's still a really small company and we've been able to like, you know, do a lot of really really awesome things, but it's been challenging for sure, and yeah. I constantly question myself <laughs> and if I know what I'm doing yeah. at all. But <laughs> I think it's important that people hear that uh, just because you're passionate about something and like you're doing that doesn't mean every day is gonna be easy. Because yeah. I think we think that like, oh, if only I get there and I have this job and I do this every day, I'll be happy. But there's days when it's like, wow, this actually sucks. Mm-hmm. But like when you look at the overall picture of it, yeah. it's totally worth it. You have really good days and like really high highs, but then you have, you know, the bad ones too. But I think like looking back at it, I mean, 
it's an experience that, you know, you could never pay for. And it's so amazing. And I've learned so much and been able to do so much. So any advice for any aspiring people that have an idea that they don't know if they want to run with or not? Do it. (laughs) No, I really think like if you have a great idea and you think that it's going to do well, like go for it. I mean, with Speak, like I think we had an idea and we were like definitely with the PR, we were were, like we thought that the media would be interested in it, but we didn't know for sure. And we were lucky that that was the case. But, you know, with everything, we've learned so much and, you know, all the different rules and regulations that come with selling wine and like there's been so many different like challenges but it's it's all worth it so do it (laughs) and that you just recently referenced uh your husband we did stalk you and we saw you (laughs) recently married so congratulations cheers (laughs) the new mrs steelman in switzerland i envy those those pictures itself i felt like for a split second i was there yeah and i just that was really cool. Like Thank the, you. the venue alone would have just been totally worth the trip. Oh my gosh, yeah. It was an amazing day. My my parents are both from Switzerland, so that's oh, what wow. brought us there. Gotcha. I was curious how that ties in. Yeah. yeah. Because my, that doesn't seem like the typical destination wedding, but now no. that I've seen pictures of it, I feel like it needs to be on some people's <laughs> list. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there was speak at the wedding. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it'd be disrespectful if not. <laughs> yeah. My last question, this is not really even business related. It's just because I feel like with wine, I associate it with a night of binge watching on mm-hmm. Netflix. Um, okay, I'm just curious what the table. Who's binge watching what right now? Ooh, what's a show that you're just you're in right now? I still have never. I'm like on se- or I'm on the latest season of Ozark, which is just two seasons. But I'm like 75 percent way through, and I'm almost done with it. But I love that show. Okay, I think <laughs> everyone's got their own right now. That's why I'm always curious. I'm watching Atypical. It's, um, I think there's only like two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, It's really good. If you, I don't know if you've ever seen Parenthood, but it reminds me a lot of that. Like family, like kind of easygoing, not too crazy drama, but like good, good show. So anyone seen (laughs) This Is Us? I I haven't. And I really want to. It wrecks you. You need to to have that wine. You need to have that wine next to you, but. There's just, uh, yeah, just do it. Definitely. Yeah. Powered through. My girlfriend and I powered through like all three seasons within like a th- few weeks. Okay. And just dedicate a little time to it. Get your glass of wine mm-hmm. and maybe some tissues nearby. It'll <laughs> even make the strongest one like, break It down. came out and everyone started talking about it. Because they hit mm-hmm. everything. So like any issue you that you've ever encountered. Yes. Oh. I'll admit it. I'll say it right now to all listeners multiple times. Because that's what I've heard. I've heard like you cannot not cry you got to question your emotional stability if you're not able to shed at least one tear yeah i'll throw it out there now all right (laughs) (laughs) anything else you want the listeners to know go buy speak wine (laughs) world market market. let's do world market first and foremost i mean i feel like you do have that established online movement world market we're in that test period i say we make it happen so if you're listening free shipping yeah, you get it now. <laughs> that's true. Go, go hit it up. Go walk right in. You don't get that new nightstand. Right. Walk over to the wine aisle and get that bottle. Cool. Yeah, Stephanie, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, and to the listeners, thanks for listening. And uh, apologies again for the little hiatus we had. But we're people, and we get busy sometimes. Good so. things come to those who wait. Exactly. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> we love all of you. Don't forget, just be nice to one another. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank Peace. you.